Come on, Jake. I've never seen the show. <sighs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's I, a I, great know, show. I, I know what it is, but I've never seen it. Great show. Do you that, watch it? That was, I've seen it a few times. That was part of the Colts uh, tweets announcing Shane Steichen. They crossed out the Philadelphia and put Indianapolis in announcing. And that was after the We Got Our Guy. Have you been tweet. to Philly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. I like Philly. I think Philly gets kind of a bum rap because it's it's very there are areas of it that it's obviously very old, but like I just think there's a spirit about Philadelphia that's pretty cool. Like people from Philly will throw you down a flight of stairs for Philly, which which I think is cool. Oh, I I love the passion. Totally. I mean Sirianni's perfect for him. Yeah. With his emotion, his passion, all those things. So yeah, we're hoping to get the silly uh, the silly the Philly side of it with Anthony Gargano coming up from the fanatic. Philadelphia certainly a busy time of year they thought you know certainly at halftime on Sunday today could be parade day I saw it's parade day in Kansas City pretty good weather for the old Kansas City parade did you see the valentine that Juju Schuster sent I I did that was um I I chuckled and then felt bad for James Bradbury he sent a valentine I, I mean I think somebody else it was a meme of a fake Valentine with Bradbury's photo. He's the one, of course, that was called for the defensive holding late in the Super Bowl, and it just simply had his picture, and it said, like, I will hold you when it matters most or something like that. And Juju Schuster tweeted it, and they went back and forth over it a little bit. I saw A.J. Brown chimed in. I actually liked the A.J. Brown response. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, he goes, first off, congratulations. You all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year TikTok, boy. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a TikToker. Okay. Uh, He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was, but congratulations again. That's pretty fair to stand up for your guy, right? So that was like some high road moments, stand up for your guy. I thought it was a good mix from It was a good mix. A good mix is a good way to say it, right? Uh, Again, tonight... We've got IU back in action. That is a 9 o'clock tip from Evanston, and the Pacers will round out their first half, which is more like three-fourths of the season so far with the Chicago Bulls inside of Gamebridge Fieldhouse. That's a 7 o'clock hey, tip. Hey, Anthony. That's a big one for Indiana tonight, our, right? Receivers messed Taking up. on Northwestern. I think second, Mark, right? we got Mark. Uh, Mark's mic's on as he's getting Anthony. <laughs> On the, well, the phones are messed up we're still. A, so we're a well-oiled machine over he's here. He's on. Yeah. He's ready to go. Uh, from the Fanatic in Philly right now, Anthony Gargano joins us to talk about Shane Steichen. And, and I guess let's begin here, Anthony. Thank you for the time on this Wednesday morning. Uh, Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon. Who's the bigger loss for Philly? Do me a favor. You cut out on me. Say it again. Uh, bigger loss on the coordinator front for the Eagles. Right. Is it Jonathan Gannon or is it Shane Steichen? Okay, so they're celebrating the loss of Gannon here. <laughs> okay, just just so you know, like the loss of Gannon is like a huge win for the fan base. The Super Bowl parades turned into the Jonathan Gannon parade? <laughs> yeah, like they're excited that they lost Gannon. So they, Gannon was the one, the one figure with the Eagles who was not liked was Gannon, basically because of his scheme. He played more of a passive scheme. But uh, I like Steichen a lot. I've got to tell you, I thought you guys got a, a winner there. I know that we are, you know, Colts East after Frank Reich and everything else. Uh, I think Steichen's a good hire. I think he's young, sharp, 
He had a lot to do with uh, the success of Jalen Hurts, this offense. You know, I'm a big Sirianni guy, and I think uh, I think he, Sirianni leaned on Steichen a lot. You know about the play call. You know that you know that, that Sirianni gave up the play calling to Steichen. I, I I thought it always had a a rhythm. I thought it had uh, a, a purpose. I, I'm very high on him. I think he's a sharp dude. So Anthony, that that might have kind of answered this question, I guess. But when you look at, I, I think the thing that people really enjoy about Philadelphia, I mean the Eagles, especially like in the Super Bowl, was just the aggression, right? Like the no fear offense, like we're going for it. Fourth down, like, I mean, it's always four downs. Let's go. Do you think that that aggression, was that Nick Sirianni deferring entirely to Steichen's philosophy or did Steichen's philosophy come from the energy and the tone that was set by Nick Sirianni? Yeah, I just think sometimes guys are on the same page and those two are on the same page. Right. Like I, I know that, that, that Sirianni's philosophy is – to be aggressive and to go for it. And it's not about threes. It's about sevens. And especially, you know, like they've perfected the third and five play call, which is like, we know that we're going to go for it. So we may not go to the sticks. We may go underneath. We may run the ball. And cause we're going to go for it on fourth down. And I, I think that is uh, more of a collab kind of thing. I know Sirianni felt like that. I think those two on the same page. I, again, I, I think those two guys worked, you know, wonderfully in tandem. And I think I think Steichen's going to be a, a very successful guy. He's, he's real likable. I think the thing about Sirianni is he relates really well to his players, and I think Steichen's the same way. Again, Anthony Gargano's with us, 97.5, the Fanatic in Philly. And we're talking Shane Steichen with him right now. Personality-wise, Anthony, I, I guess as best you know, you know, Nick Sirianni, we see his emotion. We saw it here for several seasons, and obviously if you were inside of Lucas Oil Stadium back in November, you certainly saw it after that Eagles win over the Colts. Uh, Shane Steichen, does he fall a little bit more on the Sirianni side of the personality to you or a little bit more on the Frank Reich side of things? He's probably a little bit more Reich, but I I, got to tell you, he's not – Frank was very uh, stoic, understated in that way, and – more old school. I think I think Shane's got a little bit of uh, fire to him in that way, and I think he's got he will. He, listen, he's not Sirianni, right? Sirianni is uh, he's Ted Lasso. You know, he's got this like amazing like he loves everybody and he's fiery and he's just got he's just got that's who he is, right? So he's not that, but I think he's he's definitely Stuckey's definitely got uh, a good way about him. I think you'll like him. I think you'll be more – he's more animated than Reich. So, I think, you know, Frank – Frank is more old school, right? Like, Frank's got that, you know, uh, I've been around this game a long time and it's more even-keeled. And uh, it's what I kind of like about the youthfulness of Sirianni. Like, he's into it, and I think like it's going to be the same way. If you don't mind, will you go back to the 2021 season and when Sirianni gave up those play-calling duties? Like – I assume it was just too much was on his plate, but you know, where was, you know, the Eagles situation at that point And why do you think he did that with Steichen taking over? And then seemingly they kind of turned it around and made the playoffs. Yeah. So a couple of things, one, um, look, they had to re kind of focus their offense. If you, you know, Jalen hurts had, has made 
an incredible leap from last year to this year. If you just go back and watch the Tampa playoff game from a year ago, all right, that's it, a year ago, where he missed open receivers, he did not play well. There was a lot of talk that, you know, they were going to, they did kick the tires on Russell Wilson. They were going to talk about uh, using one of their picks to draft a quarterback. So, you know, when I, when we go back to that, that's a big part of the story. So when Sirianni takes over, he has more of a passing, uh, you know, emphasis on his on his offense. Now he has to kind of reshape it, refocus it to a more run based offense at, with Jalen doing using a lot of stuff on his legs. And I, I think, look, I think one of the reasons why was less about the play calling, why he gave it up to Shane, and more about why you know he wanted to kind of set, sit back and be a CEO, and I think, which I always gave Sirianni a lot of credit because I, I think you have to be more CEO, especially when you're a young, new coach, first-year guy. You, you want to be you know, more of the CEO type. But the Eagles' offense was okay last year, uh, and I think, you know, did it improve some with Shane at the helm? Yeah, I, I think so, but I think it was more of a product of them shifting to a more run-based, run-focused offense and then this year, Jalen takes the steps. And look, you know, I, you could be the greatest play call in the world if your quarterback isn't isn't good. You got no success. So this was all about this year was all about Jalen's you know kind of meteoric rise. You know, the thing about Jalen Hurts, I, I've always been Anthony impressed with. J- I mean, I don't know Jalen Hurts, right? But in watching him even back to when he was at Alabama and he gets pulled for for Tua, and then Tua throws a touchdown, like. I just thought he had a maturity about him and a leadership yeah. about him that was very impressive. But in particular now, that entire Eagles franchise since the Super Bowl and losing that game, they all have had like this incredible maturity and accountability about them. Was that brought out of jail? Did he already just inherently have that? Or is there a, a system in place perhaps that Sykin brings with him that that is starting at the top within the Eagles organization. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have a little bit of both, but let, let me just say this about Jalen. That's innate. All right. Like what you saw from him was who he is. He's a coach's kid. Like when your father's the coach and you go up, you grew up around it and that's who he is. Like those coaches, kids are always so far ahead of the game when it comes to maturity and how to act and, you know, he's also relentless as a worker. I mean, you know, people get, like, cliché, oh, well, you know, where everybody works. Well, this dude is almost obsessed by football. Like, that's what he loves to do. It's his hobby and his vocation. So he's married to two. He loves it, and he's just a relentless worker. And so that's innate. Now, I will say that the Eagles franchise and that organization comes from Jeffrey Lurie and uh, Howie Roseman, They have a tremendous amount of what they've built, a lot of gravitas that I think stems from Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid helped install this and almost guide Jeffrey Lurie and Howie because Howie worked under Andy for a long time. And I I think Andy put it in place, and Jeffrey and, and Howie really perfected it, and they do have that. What you see is real. So you kind of get both, right? So. When he comes here, when Shane comes here, he's coming from a really well-oiled machine 
that starts at the top. I mean, Jeff is a really is a great owner. Nobody roots for the, the owners, right? We know that. But my man's got it down. Like, he knows how to run an organization and how he's a terrific top lieutenant and a, and a CEO type. And so they're buttoned up, and I think that's a good thing because Shane's going to come into Indy and he's going to get everything organized. You know, I, and I don't know what Frank was like, you know, over there, but I'm, I'm telling you, I know that Steichen – well, that'll be the first thing he'll attack. Again, uh, last one from me, Anthony. Anthony Gargano's with us here. You can hear him. 97.5, the Fanatic in Philly. Some great stuff here on this Wednesday morning about Shane Steichen. You know, I asked Shane yesterday in the press conference about the biggest thing he wants to take from Nick Sirianni's two years as being a first-time head coach and the success he's had. What do you think would be the biggest thing Shane Steichen is looking to take from how Nick Sirianni has led Philly? You know what? His professionalism. I, I got to tell you something, guys. Listen, when, when when Nick comes in and he has his introductory press conference, you know, Nick did not do well, right, in, in that news conference. By the way, nobody wins and loses on the news conference, but it's your first kind of foray into, well, who's the guy? Nobody in Philadelphia knew who Nick was. And I, I remember the, the each step along the way during his first season, there was an incredible professionalism. Like I, I was out at their mini camps, their practices, you know, the, the OTAs and practices were run really well to the t- I loved the way they ran their practices. I loved the way they ran their meetings. I, and it translated on the field. And I remember forget. Looking at them, how the, the first preseason game, and they were organized and they were professional, and I think that's a big deal because you're going to come off on that footing where you go, all right, this is who we want to be, and you're laying the groundwork. And I think that's a big thing that Sirianni Sirianni joked, well, talked about planting roots, and everybody joked about that. He was right. And he's going to take that, I believe. Shane's going to take that, and he's going to plant his roots. And that team, that Colts team, will be professional. And I do think he'll foster the love thing. And I think inside that room, those guys believe in one another, and they love one another. And it's not a cliche, and it's not corny. It worked, and it's translated into a winning franchise. Which city do you think more, at times probably desperately, holds on to movies to try to, like, latch onto a sports culture. Indianapolis with the movie Hoosiers or Philly with Rocky? <laughs> I think both became <laughs> a character, right? Like, totally. Like a part of the town. Totally. You know, it, it is. It just became ingrained. For some reason, both of those films, the two greats, and they are one, too, when it comes to sports movies, when, when, the, when they – it just became part of the identity – and I think both cities were looking for an identity when the movies came out. Yeah, I it think, is. I, I, you know, don't you agree? Anthony, I, you know, one thing about Philly that I, I, I truly appreciate and respect, and one of the things that I kind of love about it, when you visit Philadelphia as a non-Philadelphian, you you understand and you have a feeling for the fact that it's kind of America's city, historically speaking, but you know that people who are born and bred in Philly – have it within them, and it never leaves you. No matter where you might go from Philadelphia, you are definitely a Philly guy or gal. <laughs> and I think people in Indy can relate to that because we kind of have that here, and yeah. and I think we're fortunate. Not a lot of cities have that. You know what it is? It's it's an inner, inner pride, and I think it's 
It's beautiful. I worked in New York, Chicago. I've been all around the country, and I went back to Philly, and I kind of wear all my sleeves, and I could sense the same thing uh, about Indianapolis. It's a it's a it's a great spot, great place, and it's a place of pride. And I love places that have civic pride, pride in what they do. Yeah. So, amen, brother. Amen to that. I think Nick Sirianni certainly wears it on his sleeve, and I think guys love playing for him. I think the fan base certainly has gravitated towards Nick Sirianni. Again, Anthony Gargano from 97.5, the the Fanatic in Philly. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate it, man. See you, fellas.